feeling bitchy? Don't be bitchy alone. Listen to Why Am I So Bitchy with Sean Avia, where we'll have a humorous exploration of social and women's health issues with a feminist twist. It's a bitching good time. Hey, welcome to Why Am I So Bitchy? And why I'm bitchy this week. Uh, I don't know if I bitched about this before, but my ski boots gave me blisters. And I have been not being able to ski for like two weeks now. It's getting a little frustrating. Uh, and I think I need to buy new boots. And I'm trying to save money for a fancy trip. So that's putting a little bug where you don't want bugs to be. Anyway, that's a pretty trivial reason to be bitchy, and that is okay. All right, welcome to Why Am I So Bitchy, episode six. This week, we are going to be talking to Stephanie Conroy, who is a energy healer. Um, I've come to Stephanie a few times and it's really helped me, um, with some pain in my body, but also move some, through some emotional stuff that I was hanging on to and didn't really realize, (laughs) I think. Um, and so I think I've been able to kind of get better at expressing myself verbally and, um, and she was out really encouraging to me to go for this little dream of making a podcast. So I said, that's great, but then you get to come on the show. <laughs> so welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be reading a little bit just because. That's okay. I might as well. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, first of all, thank you so much for bringing me on your show today. I'm really excited that you took the steps to start. That's, um, it's not easy. So, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. So, I, my name's Stephanie, and I, uh, I'm 36. I have been married for eight years, I think, going, going on nine. And I have two babies. Um, they're not babies. They're like seven and five. My daughter, Harper, she's seven. She goes to school in Warfield. And I have Finn, uh, he's five, and he's also in Warfield, so. Um, what else can I tell you about me? Um, I was born and raised in Fernie, and I've only lived in the West Kootenays for, it's been about 18 months, and I absolutely love it here, so. Oh, wow, I didn't mm-hmm. realize you were that new here. Yes, I, I am, and uh, before that was Fort McMurray for six years, and okay. then before that was Calgary for 11, and then, of course, Fernie till I graduated. Yeah, So yeah, nice. Moved around a little bit, about half my life in BC and about half in Alberta, so. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, <laughs> my stomach just made this huge growl. I hope uh, my <laughs> microphone's not capturing that. <laughs> it's the energy moving. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yay. I'm always like, I always love interviewing people because you find out stuff you don't sometimes <laughs> no you don't yeah. know I should interview my uh whole family no <laughs> so anyway you find all sorts of new stuff out. yeah mm-hmm. what kind of work do you do well when my daughter was born I started um following a passion into interior design and I got my certificate in that so I started a business in interior design um about two years ago two and a half years ago so I do interior design and decorating, but I'm also a booty yoga instructor, which is kind of more like a tribal dance yoga, and it's super fun, just keeps me fit. And then my full passion would be energy healing, which involves Reiki and acupressure, some intuitive talk therapy, and um, just kind of being me. That's yeah. That's what it is. It's just, that's who I am, so... Cool. It took me a while to find that, but I found it, and I'm where I'm supposed to be, so. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like that you have so many, um, kind of, all of your work is really creative. It is creative. Yeah. And I, it's interesting how it all came to be as well. Like, mm-hmm. 
it just they just kind of fell into my lap. Yeah. People used to always tell me before I became an interior designer that they they'd come into the house and they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, your house is so like feng shui or it's just incredibly beautiful." And then the more I heard that, I was actually like, "Okay, there's something here." Yeah. And then raising my child was like, "Okay, I need to do something for me." Cuz yeah. I was a stay-at-home mom and we did live in Fort McMurray and it was rather lonely, so Yeah. Um I did that for myself and mm-hmm. raised her. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and then acu- and then the Reiki acupressure is a whole other story. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I think we've covered that. So can you tell me um, how energy healing works? First, the services I offer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, Reiki and acupressure are both energy modalities, um, mostly from the eastern cultures they're not they are popular in the west like about 80 percent of people use them here now right Mm -hmm. on a regular basis yeah um but they started in the east um like chinese medicine that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. um reiki it kind of you tap into your body's frequencies so you have your seven chakras which i'm going to call them energy centers just because i think for most people chakras might be a little bit maybe confusing or have a different meaning to it so we kind of bring our energy in through our chakras and um, once it comes in we have it's just they, it moves through meridians in our body and it actually flows out our hands and feet mm-hmm. so we can manipulate that energy to use it to heal people it's kind of like when you fall on your knee and you grab your knee yeah it's like it's an instinct of healing it yeah. with your hands so it's it's the same same thing with energy work so you're tapping into your body's own frequency it's also the belief that there's more to us than just the physical that there's a spiritual side of us or that there's an energy that extends beyond the body so it is it's like applying the hands um i think also it's the more you love mm-hmm. the more you can give energy so when a client comes in I can't just start working on somebody it's literally like I have to have my heart wide open which is your fourth chakra yeah you have to have or energy center you have to have it wide open and flowing in order to give to people yeah so it kind of starts in your root and then it moves up through your chakras and then once it hits about the fifth center it goes out it comes out your meridian so you have so Reiki's more working with the life force energy mm-hmm. and using gentle pressure to uh, heal people. Yeah. And then acupressure is very similar. It's still the chakras. It's the meridians. Um, but you, the meridians are related to your organs. Okay. So you have 12 organs and each meridian, you have 12 meridians and they're all related to the organs. They're also... I just found out in my course over the weekend, they're actually related to the um, planets, which is cool. Oh. So your organs are related to planets, they're related to emotions, and they're related to the elements of the earth. So that's really neat. Yeah. Um, so like your heart, for example, is um, you're a fire element, for one. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into the, because I just found that out this weekend about the planets, but I think that's super cool. Um, but then your heart also deals with grief, right? Obviously, right. Yeah. loss. Um, so what happens with acupressure is your energy, we move it by using pressure points. Mm-hmm. So if, say, your heart's blocked by grief, there will be pressure points on that meridian that we can get it flowing. Yeah. And Or you can even just use pressure along the meridian um, to also get it moving. So it's kind of like, I almost think of the meridians like... A snow plow on the highway like you you build up all this snow and then if you don't plow it mm-hmm. you're not moving anywhere right? right so it's kind of the same with energy yeah it like builds up to the point where it's like it needs to be released right mm-hmm. and if you don't release it then you can cause it can cause illness it can cause you know pain anxiety depression yeah like all sorts of headaches migraine like you name it anything and it all stems from emotions yeah 
especially from like childhood stuff, right? Yeah, trauma. As much as you don't want to dig into childhood stuff all the time, it is kind of imperative in order to move on in life. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get through those things. So, um, but yeah, acupressure is just that. It's just, it's also using your hands. A lot of the time we use our feet too. Like our whole weekend course this, this weekend was the um, four prone position and it's using your feet, mm-hmm. which is cool because energy comes out both, right? Yeah. So you can use both. It's just... You know, if you're laying on my table, I'm not going to use my feet. It'll be my hands. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's kind of, there's the differences, but there's also the huge similarities. Right. And I think it boils down to just get it. You just have, you just, because of pain and emotions, mm-hmm. it gets stuck. Yeah. And it can't, like, it's just, it's really hard to get it moving again. Yeah. And it's kind of like. If you take your heart, for example, I'm probably going to use the heart a lot because it's just everybody knows it, right? Yeah. Um, if you take your heart, it like, if you lose somebody or somebody breaks up with you or any of those things, right, you close it off. Yeah. And that energy center isn't receiving and it's not giving either. Yeah. It's not going to, it's not going to do either of those things. So until you decide that you want to open it up, then you can open it up to receive and give again. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you get dumped by a boyfriend and then all of a sudden you start falling in love with somebody else, your heart starts to open again. Yes. Right? And yeah. then you get that feeling of like excitement and, and you just like, you feel like your heart is literally expanding and the more it expands, the more you put your focus on it mm-hmm. and then the more it amplifies even more, right? Right. And when the heart amplifies, it sends it up to the brain and then it's it's just this huge effect that the heart has, right? So yeah, all these energy centers, we close them down. Mm-hmm. Right, your root chakra, um, or your base energy center, if you want to call it, deals with your belief system. Right. Your roots, your everything that you are, your whole upbringing, like all of it. Right. So it's a really that one's a really hard one to open. Mm-hmm. Um, the more you kind of work with yourself, the more you can. So I hope that answers, and I'm not too all over the place. But Reiki's just using universal life force energy with gentle pressure. Um, we kind of tap into that and we almost just kind of, it's, I want to say channel, but some people won't like that word, right? So right. it's kind of, you can use your hands and you just gently apply pressure throughout opening chakras and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And then acupressure, you're actually working points related to organs. Right. To release. Yeah. So if I want to open the heart, I'll work heart seven and heart and heart nine can actually save you from like heart attacks and, and, um, strokes. Yeah. So there's these points that you can work to help get energy flowing again. Mm-hmm. So it just, it gets built up Yeah. and then it stays stagnant and then you can't, the energy doesn't flow to the other organs Yeah. and then you get illness. Like it's, it's inevitable. Yeah. If it's not moving, it's not mm-hmm. right. So that's what energy energy is really we're we are literally made up of it yeah yeah so it's just tapping into it I think it's really interesting that how in some ways you can help people because I think like talk therapy is definitely not for everyone Mm -hmm. but by coming to visit a person who can help you get that um energy moving then maybe you can move into Right. Di- those kinds of directions, like you're feeling more open mm-hmm. or I don't know. That's yeah. my understanding well, of usually it. Usually with, it, it depends on the client too, because if you like, say you want to come in and you don't want to talk to me mm-hmm. and we're just going to do Reiki. Yeah. Right. That's perfect. As yeah. long as you come with the intention to heal yourself yeah. and you're open to it. Right. Right. If yeah. you come in and you're like, nope, this is like, Right. <laughs> Hocus pocus or whatever you want yeah. to call it. You're, you're, you're still going to get I'm gonna something. I'm going to come and see you and but prove it's not you gonna, wrong. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. That's what, and some people will do that. So you have to be open yeah. to receiving it, yeah. to healing yourself. Yeah. And that's the start of your journey. Yeah. Right there. Right. You've got to be open to healing. Yeah. You got to take all the stuff you've been through and be like, no, I'm, this isn't me. This isn't what I'm doing anymore. I'm going to. I'm moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. So with acupressure, it's a little bit different. You come in and we kind of have to talk a little bit about things because I don't know what I, well, I usually intuitively I can figure it out, but I prefer to know a little bit about your history so that I know what to work. 
like your bladder meridian, for example, like, you know, if you're having bladder issues or anything like that, then I know to work that or so it it boils, it always boils down to the emotion. Yeah. Really. It's figuring it out. If you've had, like, for me, I've had a lot of loss in my life. Mm -hmm. So I would work my heart. Yeah. Right. Grief. Yeah. Um, also I have kidneys, you know, like I usually kidney stuff with like, so that just digging into what you've been through a little bit can help me know more with acupressure, what to work. So mm-hmm. a session entails both. And then usually I end with balancing the chakras. Yeah. Actually not usually. I think every single time I have, as long as the client's open to it. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's not this, some of this stuff isn't for everybody, mm-hmm. but like I said, as long as you're open to receiving. Yeah. And you want to heal. Yeah. You'll get it. Right. No doubt. Like every single time. Yeah. 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 So I think that covers all that. Yeah. The more you love, you feel, like the more love you feel, the more you can give. Think that's the bottom line. Right. Yeah. With both Reiki and acupressure. Yeah. I just have to have the intention of healing. I'm not actually doing anything. I'm just the conduit or the transformer. To, to give you that energy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's like, so I offer the acupressure. I offer the Reiki. I also do card readings and kind of like intuitive talk therapy is yeah. usually kind of how the session starts around acupressure. Right. And then the chakra balancing. Also distance Reiki because energy you can do anywhere. Right. There's no limit to energy, right? So, yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. And then so... Um, I think we've kind of covered this. I was going to ask you like what kind of physical and emotion issues can you treat? And it kind of sounds like pretty much anything if the person's willing to. (laughs) Well, Reiki is kind of mind, body, spirit connection. Mm -hmm. So you can heal, I believe, absolutely anything. It's just a matter of, like I said, you got to believe in it. Um, and it's not just something that you can slap a Band-Aid on and, like, it's fixed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to take treatments. It's just like going to the chiropractor or, you know, and it, it depends how long, if it's a chronic illness that you've had for, like, you know, if you've been suffering from migraines for, like, eight years, it's yeah. not going to heal in one session. No. Like, you got to dig in and you got to keep coming back and, you know, and it would, like, it will. Yeah. And then same with, like, if it's just an acute thing, like, so you've only had the headache for... A couple weeks and yeah one or two sessions mm-hmm. will probably help you out a lot right right but it's just getting to the root cause of it right there's no medicine there's yeah. no right yeah and people want that nowadays they don't they don't want prescriptions and all the things that are actually going to harm your body even more they want healthy mm-hmm. options yeah what supplements can i take how can i heal myself you know yeah without all because you take medication and it's just doing damage somewhere else. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and kind of, difference. I think, sometimes repressing what you really actually need to deal with. Right, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that, so. that too. But it's like Western medicine is more like it doesn't deal with the body as a whole. Right. Whereas Eastern does. Yes. It's not like, okay, you have a heart problem. Let's deal. Let's work on your heart. It's like, no. It's like... Everything as a whole, we need to work on, right? Yeah. Figure out what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, it's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, what led you into the realm of healing? Well, that is a, a longer story. Um, so it all started with, well, my brother passed away. Oh, geez. It's going to be 11 years. 11 years, I believe, mm-hmm. um, he committed suicide. And after his, eight, on his eighth anniversary, my mom, she called me up just before and said, let's go, let's go, we're going to see a medium. And I had never, it never crossed my mind. I wasn't against it, I wasn't, fo- like I wasn't, I was just completely open to, I was like, all right, let's go. So my sister, my mom, and I went to see a... I don't know if she called herself a medium, though. Probably just a spiritual healer, like kind of like what I am. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we go in and we see her and we each have totally separate sessions. And I believe, I can't even remember the order. It's just like, my mom went first. I think, I believe I went last. And um, so I'm actually sitting in this, she's got like a actual store. Yeah. So my mom and sister gone for sessions and I'm like hanging out and I'm like, see the chakras. And I'm like, oh, what the heck are those? And (laughs) there's gemstones everywhere and like all these things. And it was, it was very intriguing to me, but I didn't. I didn't pay any attention, really. I just thought it was also cool. Yeah. So then I had this session with her, and it was the most incredible experience I'd ever had in my life. Like, yeah. I cried the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, bawling. Yeah. Like, uncontrollable. Like, you know how you just, like, <laughs> yeah. can't breathe? And so I actually, it was so beautiful. I got to, like, see him. Like, mm-hmm. literally see him. And like she, I think she had me like envision a place where we would meet. And I picked this like massive, beautiful, like willow tree. I believe it was a willow. And we kind of met under this tree along the river type thing. And he'd given me a huge hug, uh, a couple hugs actually. And he gave me a flower and like, we just had, she's like, you can ask him anything you want. So of course I'm asking him, you know, like why? And he's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, and I, so I got so many answers I needed. Um, And then I kind of left that day and the whole drive home, like I cried even more, right? It was a huge release. Like you want to talk about energy releasing? Yeah. That was like the ultimate. Uh, So I cried the whole way home really. And then I was like, okay, there's more here. Like Mm -hmm. this isn't it. You know, this isn't the end of that for me. Whether I go see another medium or not, that doesn't matter. It's just something opened up. Yeah. So then it wasn't, I think it was like a month after, two months after my daughter, uh, she would have been, I don't even think she was three at the time. Yeah. Three or four. And she said, mommy, are you ever going to be truly happy? Wow. Yeah. And I mean, like, she's little. Like, I don't even know if she really knows what, like, you know, they're kids. They're truly happy. But does she know what the word happened? I don't know. (laughs) Right. So that like hit home for me. And it was like, Yes. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm going to figure this out. I'm yeah. not, I'm not living in this. Like it's been eight years, literally eight years of my life, just pretending that I was okay, but right. I didn't know it. Yeah. I didn't know I was just pretending. Yeah. I, I'm like the peacekeeper. Right. That's how I am. Yeah. Like I keep the peace. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I know I'm suffering. Right. So that's what started. It was a medium. And then I had, I had a babysitter come. Her name is Bria, she's just this beautiful soul. She lived next door to us and she'd come over and um, she was babysitting. And I think we had got talking about the medium. I had to tell her about my story or whatnot. And um, she's like, oh, she's like, I got this. My mom's best friend is a spiritual healer. She lives out just outside near Longview. You should go, because I lived in Okotoks at that time. Mm-hmm. And she said, you should go see her. And I'm like, okay. You know, yeah. like, cool, I'm going to check it out. And my husband was working away at that time, so... Um, it actually worked out really well because I could focus on me right, right. and healing myself and yeah. what I had been through. So he's away working and I'm literally pouring myself into me. So I went to see her um, numerous times. I can't even, can't even tell you. I don't even remember. Her mm-hmm. name's Kara Marshall. She's absolutely incredible. Super intuitive, super just like beautiful soul. And... Um, so I started seeing her and every single time I seen her, it was just a little bit more, just went like, it just opened up more and opened up more and opened up more to the point where it was like, it was like, wow, you know, I can be happy. Yeah. I can get over the loss of my brother. Not, it's not even, it, is it getting over? I don't know if it's, um, you can heal. Yeah. You can heal from anything you go through. Like yeah. I have had three suicides in my life. My grandfather passed away uh, the year before I graduated. He committed suicide. Mm-hmm. My brother committed suicide, uh, I think it was eight years later. And then my little cousin committed suicide three years after that. So within 11 years time, yeah, I had lost three men, not yeah. women, yeah, three men um, to suicide. Yeah. So, but it was like... It was just life changing because it was, you can heal, but you got to dig in mm-hmm. and it's a journey. Like yeah. it's a journey. It took, it's taken me, I'm still working on it. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I probably will never be done. No. Um, it's taken me two and a half years, two and a half. It'll just, it'll be three in June. 
Right. Of just literally pouring myself into me mm-hmm. and uh, getting better. Yeah. You know, so it's it has been... It's been rough at times, but it's also been super rewarding. Right. Yeah. Because knowing... And then your story helps others too, right? Like, yeah. I don't talk about my story very often. Yeah. Because it doesn't define me. Mm-hmm. It's not who I am. Right. And I don't like to even really think that my brother committed suicide anymore because he's like, he's with me everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference between me 10 years ago and me today. Yeah. Right? 10 years ago, he died. He was gone. He yeah. left us, you know? Yeah. Just sad, right? Yeah. Whereas now it's like, no, he didn't leave us. He didn't go anywhere. If anything, he's here more than he was then physically, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just, we put everything on the physical. Right. We can't touch them. We can't see them. We can't smell them. We can't whatever, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean they're not there. Yeah. They're there. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, my dad also died by suicide, and I, um, I think in the last, I don't know, especially as my um, son started growing up, I started just intuitively being like, "Dad, just look after these kids." I'm like, like "What can you do? Yeah. I need help," <laughs> you know. And um, I, yeah, and uh-huh. so uh, you know. And we have lots of ancestors out there guiding them along I'm, mm-hmm. as well. Um, all like uh, actually both my um, kids' grandpas passed bef- not before they were born, but one was uh, Jacob was one years old. So right. So anyway, so we've had a lot of loss in our family um, as well. So I I I was like gee, why, why, I don't know if that was just an intuitive thing for me was like just calling upon the people on the other side. I was like, okay, that's cool. we need like help. We need help. Yeah. <laughs> I can only do so much from here. Yeah. No, so that's, anyway, that's that you recognize that though. Yeah. A lot of people don't, right? Yeah. So I think the big thing is we all just have our journey. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's not, not one of them is easy. No. Like every single person that comes in here, it's like, Wow. Mm-hmm. What, like, wow. Really? Yeah. Like, everybody's going through things. Yeah. Right? But it's what you do with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. I actually just ran into um, a person who I really love. We're not very close, but we have some sort of connection. And her husband um, recently... Um, they made the choice to do assisted dying. And um, so that was kind of interesting um, to just kind of connect to her. And I, I'm i hoping that um, now that we're kind of embracing that practice in our society, that maybe some of the um, stigma and shame around suicide can be, I hope it'll help look at it through right. a different lens yeah yeah well it is like it's a I, I don't like the word they put on it the mental part mm-hmm. mental illness mm-hmm. you know i don't like that word at all mm-hmm. i think it's like i don't know why do we have to like put a label on everything but yeah um you know they can't help what they're going through mm-hmm. what they're feeling no and it just gets so much that they can't you know they can't take it anymore it just it doesn't I don't know. It is it is good though that you see people talking about it more and it's more known and mm-hmm. it is a good thing because when I when my brother passed away there was I lived in Calgary. What was the population in Calgary 10 years ago? Yeah. It was like a million plus. Yeah. You think I could find a suicide support group? Hmm. No. Wow. No. And I was 24 years old going through it. My yeah. family was back in Fernie. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was a lonely thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that's what I've kind of always been wanting to start here was some sort of support group around suicide. Um, but then at the same time, it's hard because it's like, do I really want to live through all those right people's grief? And, you know, like energy healing is one thing, but, mm-hmm. and I hear everybody's story, but 
you know, it's, I don't know, it's digging up. Yeah. Things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got to it yet. I haven't figured out exactly. I know there's something around suicide that I'm supposed to be helping with. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought maybe it was uh, high school students. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see what comes out of it. I'm just going to let it do its thing. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, well, you've already experienced that your journey takes you where you need to go. It so does. It will find its way. <laughs> well, then it's actually funny too because I, I didn't even get... So after Kara... Then I moved here, Mm -hmm. right? So, and I was so sad I was leaving her because she was my spiritual healer. She was like literally changed my life. Yeah. And then I moved here and I ran into Sid Tail and he is the acupuncturist. So that's, I missed that part of the story, but he was, he's a huge influence in my life of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. He literally helped fix me on the first day I went in and I have had suffered with a shoulder issue my whole life it's still sloped I think I I think it's from trampoline accident when I was like nine or something Mm -hmm. and um I've always been it's always been low and sloped down and that session I left and it was like right where it was supposed to be wow and I'm like okay I need to do this right like I need to do this I need to heal people I think I've always been a healer in a sense just I didn't know it right yeah yeah so yeah so I think um, we have this, uh, in what ways can you help people come through traumatic experiences? Uh, mostly it's just from digging into the root cause, opening the pathways, and you got to release that old stuck energy. Um, and what else is there? We just, it like... Energy healing helps to restore and strengthen each person's life force. So I think a lot of it is around talking too. Like some people just need to talk and mm-hmm. get it out. And like, and then you move the energy too. And it's just like you have this freedom. Yeah. And it's peaceful. Yeah. You know, Reiki is extremely peaceful. You just lay down and enjoy it. And, you know, so it, it comes to um, balancing the imbalances. Mm-hmm. And then balancing the emotional stuff too. So yeah, you can heal anything. I think like you and, and acupressure is more like compression techniques, and you can help. You can fix the neck. You can fix the shoulder. Right again, it's going to take time. Yeah, you're not. I can't just like snap my fingers and boom, you're healed. Like I wish I totally wish I could do <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, um, yeah. but in time, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's with all healing. Like it is. I mean. No matter what the modality, if you haven't been, especially if you haven't been dealing with something for a long time, it takes longer to heal it. And, you know, even if you're using Western medicine, you know, like if you, you know, if you decide you need to take antidepressants, they don't start working not the first pill, you know, or if you're taking blood pressure medicine, it doesn't work the first minute you take it. Like everything takes time and I think it's that decision (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I want to heal yeah I'm done I don't want to do this anymore and that's kind of where I started yeah it's like literally took my three and a half year old daughter to say mom are you ever truly going to be happy for me to be like yeah I am I'm not oh my gosh yeah how long have I been living like this yeah too long yeah and some people never figure it out Mm mm-hmm Others take longer. Some do it quick. It's like it's all you're just on this journey, and you're gonna figure it out. Yeah. And some might figure it out when they're like, at the end of their. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I guess I can just say that I'm thankful for figuring it out before. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, what what do you love about your work? I've everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I think the coolest thing for me is feeling the energy. Yeah. Like literally, I always ask my clients too when I'm working on some areas of them and I'm like, can you feel that? Because I get excited because it's like, oh my gosh, it's like literally, I don't know if you've ever felt it, but if you rub your hands together Mm -hmm. and you just stop and you feel that, that's energy. Yeah. So when you actually connect your heart and you actually want to heal people, and you have the intention to heal and you have the intention of just loving them fully, mm-hmm. it like amplifies right a million times. Yeah. So 
your hands can do amazing things, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm always asking, can you feel that? And they're like, no. But they, most clients feel it actually through cold. I notice all my clients are cold. Right. And I'm cooking. Like, I'm literally yeah. tank top by the yeah. end of a session. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you feel it through heat or cool or different sensations, right? Whereas me, I just feel like this, it's like a vortex. Mm-hmm. It's just circling and it is the coolest feeling. Yeah. So I love that. I love when somebody tells me that I've helped them, even if it's in a tiny way. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Like, I don't need to hear that I, like, yeah, cured cancer, you know? Like, I mm-hmm. just, if I just hear the smallest thing that, that I helped you, I'm, like, I'm ecstatic. Yeah. I, it yeah. makes me feel so good. So yeah. Other than, I think those would be the two biggest things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just helping people period is, and it doesn't even have to be in that way of working on them on the table. Mm-hmm. Just anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's really nice. And I've definitely expressed to you like, Oh, I felt like I remember the first couple times you were like, are you sad? And I was like, am I? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, and oh, I just, can, I, I kind sometimes of, I can feel it. Yeah. From people. Yeah. Like I've had a few clients come in, like even though I can feel my throat right now yeah. with talking, I'm like a little bit, I'm not going to lie nervous. Right. Yeah. Um, but I can hear it sometimes mm-hmm. or I, I sense it yeah. too. I, I feel like, so yeah, I like, are you sad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that kind of opens it up too, to actually like, talk about it right yeah no I, it's it's really i don't know I, I think you can totally tell when somebody's not quite themselves right? yeah and i think like i know for me it was like just really good for me to actually think like oh how am i feeling and like really checking in with myself in a mm-hmm. more real way i guess because i often i don't know it's just like you're going through life and yeah there's always time things that you're upset about or whatever and it's like sometimes you just oh I'm not gonna just think push of, it down. yeah you just push yeah. it down and so it's like oh it's okay to give yourself permission to explore those things and I don't know for me I think I've gotten a lot better um at just like being able to I don't want to say compartmentalize but allow times for that during the day or week or whatever and and but it doesn't have to consume me because I think some people feel like they get consumed by something and it's like but nope you can just be like oh I'm gonna cry for 10 minutes and then I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna move on on, you know and well that's what happens too yeah people actually like stuff it down yeah so if you actually picture that stuffing like so if it's grief, for example, you're stuffing that into your heart or around mm-hmm. your heart in the meridians and it's getting blocked. Yeah. And then it gets bigger and bigger. Like, and then you're depressed. Yeah. Or you have severe, like if it's your liver, it's severe anxiety. So mm-hmm. it's actually not beneficial in any shape or form to not feel your emotions. Yeah. Every single problem that you have with your, um, like if you're sick. It's because of an emotion, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Yeah. Somewhere deep down in there, there's something that's going on. And you, and you do, unfortunately, have to get in there and fig- figure it out. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it, it can't, you know, you just got to, you have to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's what I find. Yeah. And then, okay, did we, I always am like stumbling a little bit. That's okay. Um, <laughs> and what's the... Is there difficult things about your work? Yes. <laughs> Do you it took me a while that? to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually have been healing from a neck injury for about two months. And it started up after I started working on clients in, back in October. And it just progressively got worse. And um, you got to learn how not to take on people's stuff. Mm-hmm. right you yeah. literally have to cut yourself like cut so when you're working on somebody you kind of connect to them yeah and you have to cut the cord of that yeah and then it's like because everybody goes through so much pain mm-hmm. you try not to carry that pain too right so yeah. it is a balance for sure yeah of like being able to be compassionate and loving and kind and all those things but without actually taking it on right so that i find is really hard yeah. Um, also healing myself is a huge one. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I've learned with the neck is like, 
I can pour everything I have into other people, but if I'm not like pouring things into myself yeah. and healing myself, how I can't, I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they've actually been showing me is, is like, you keep going this way, girl. And you're not, you're right. not going to be healing anybody Yeah. because you got to heal yourself too. Right. So that's a big one. Yeah. And then I think also when they leave, it's like, could I have done that different or should I have done this or, you know, like the coulda, shoulda, woulda stuff where you're mm-hmm. like, maybe I should work that point or maybe I should, right? Right. So, but it's literally trusting that they are getting exactly what they need. And mm-hmm. I do. I believe that hundred percent. You yeah. walk in here and as long as you're open to receiving and healing, you're going to get what you need from this session mm-hmm. and the next one and the next one. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's, those are the hard things about it is trying not to carry it mm-hmm. try not to take on people's stuff. Yeah. So I was curious, like, does um, using your energy deplete your energy? Like, you're giving so much of yourself or... No, because you're just the... You're the conduit for the energy. So it's literally flowing through you. Yeah. Throughout your hands and into them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and as long as you are super grounded when yeah. you start, like literally a five minute like grounding, pulling energies in through your root and your crown and bringing them in, swirling them and then sending them back out mm-hmm. um, and doing that for like five minutes in order to ground down. Yeah. Super helpful. Just because yeah. you can't like, no, you're not. You're not giving them your energy. I think in the start I may have been in mm-hmm. a sense and that's why I slowly started to get, you know, neck problems because I felt like I was carrying everybody's stuff on my shoulders which I literally was yeah um so it's releasing that but no you you just have to come in and know and whether it's you believe in the god or universe or spirit or buddha whatever yeah you will kind of believe that that is where that's coming from Mm -hmm. and it's going through you and to them and they're getting what they need right yeah yeah no it shouldn't I believe it did in the start right but now it's yeah, now yeah. it's good. Now you have more practice and yeah. you know how yeah. to look after that's yourself too. That's a learning too. thing, right? Yeah. Everybody that starts something, even whether it be a doctor, mm-hmm. every single client you have come in, you're learning from them too. It's not just, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not just me helping them. I'm learning from every single person. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick your brain. Are there any like simple techniques that you can share with audience that can help with pain or emotional pain? <laughs> it's a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you could. So, for me, like obviously, I'm gonna say meditation. Huge, right? right? Yeah. If you can do meditation. A lot of people like can't. Mm-hmm. Um. It took me a long time too. Like yeah. I literally just got like I've known for years that I need to do it, but I just keep like pushing it aside. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I have my morning practice. Um, Kundalini yoga was what actually, like I had taken Reiki. I didn't even really understand what Reiki was when I took the first year or the first level. Yeah. Um, but once I did Kundalini yoga, that's where I really felt the energy, and I was like, "Whoa, this is so cool." Yeah. Um, affirmations are huge especially for people that are suffering from like a certain thing that they tell themselves like Mm. "Mm, I'm not good enough that's a huge one right so you have to literally tell yourself all the time that I am good enough right I'm more than enough yeah I'm exactly who I need to be right yeah um consistency is the big one Mm -hmm. if you take on anything then it's just doing it daily yoga of course like if you're gonna do reiki I don't know. I th- I'm sure you could do it on yourself. Yeah. As long as you set the intention of healing. Mm-hmm. Like you do grab your knee when you fall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So just maybe visualize that energy coming out of your hands and into the knee and mm-hmm. and, and helping it. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of what I do. Just right. Yoga. Good yeah. Leaning. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think just like giving. Just find the thing that works for you. Yeah. And. And I think also it can be, I mean, I know for me, like making sure, like be outside, (laughs) you know, nature, Nature, like whenever I haven't been out for a while, I'm just like, 
oh, like I feel like I, I'm gasping for fresh air or something, you know, like you just have to be live? out there. I live in Castlegar, so I am okay. gasping for fresh air. Have you driven to Warfield um, <laughs> lately? Yeah, I work there. So those trees mm-hmm. by the school, yeah. they cut them down. Oh, yeah. The big ones? Yeah. Like, when you drive... So, you know, when you get those beautiful big trees yeah. that are, like, ancient on yeah. either side of the road or whatever? Like, yeah. I'm, like, so drawn to the energy of these trees, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I drive by through there on Saturday to acupressure, and they had cut two of them, I believe. Yeah. One's completely, right, cut in half. Yeah. And the other ones have limbs missing. And I could feel it. You're right. Like... It broke my heart. Aww. I know, I was so <laughs> sad for these trees. Yeah, I think when I came home from work on Thursday, they were cutting them. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it's like my favorite place in the whole valley for, yeah. the, for the trees because they're fully grown, beautiful. Also up in Roslyn School, they have some beautiful ones They too, do. Which I believe they cut one of those down too. They might have. I My favorite um, kind of, there's a stretch of road between... Castle Garden Trail in the fall and there's like all these like golden maples and when you go through there it's like this like it's brilliant and golden and I'm like oh I love this time of year so beautiful yeah Yeah. I love it here yeah yeah so yeah so what's coming up for you are you um doing anything exciting in the way of professional development or it'll never stop Uh, yeah it'll never stop I can't get enough um I think for me, well, right now it's finishing level four acupressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that'll be done at the end of March. And then yeah. I will keep refreshing. I'll keep going back and refreshing as much as I can because you literally only retain about 10% of what mm-hmm. you're learning. So yeah. I'll probably go back for as long as I can, for as yeah. long as I live, yeah. just to keep you know, growing and expanding in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am taking a course on shamanism. Okay. It's a seven-week online course. Yeah. Through, um, well, her name's Sandra Ingerman. She's been teaching shamanism for over 40 years. Her yeah. story is cool. Okay. She was actually struck by lightning when she was like seven. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to go there, but that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Yeah. Um, so that'll open me up to soul retriever, soul, soul retrievals, which I've done with Kara and whoa. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible healing from a soul retrieval. Yeah. Um, power animals, which I'm a Bengal tiger, which mm-hmm. is cool. And then accessing helping spirits, and which I think what I'm most excited about is self-healing. Mm-hmm. It's just going to help me heal more. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And collective healing for, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. You can even help, like, the earth and the plants and the animals. So I have I feel like I may have been, like, a shaman in a past life or something. Okay. There's a reason why I'm drawn to all this stuff. and Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's where I'm at. Finish really cool. my acupressure, which I'm super excited about, and then take the shamanism course, and then who knows? Who yeah. knows from there? <laughs> yeah. Something else. Yeah. So that might enhance your practice in new and exciting ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely opened up some doors. I, 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 so the course online is like, I think it was like 400 American. Don't tell my husband. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, it's like, there's a $3,000 one I can take, which is like certification and everything like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Which I want to, but I want, I'm like, I'm going to just check it out first. Yeah. I'll get a little piece of it and use it and see how it goes and then yeah and then dive into the full meal deal right yeah. so well, now that's... my husband knows I spent money on the course too <laughs> <laughs> yeah only if he listens well it'll be exciting so yeah so we're coming to the end of our interview so how can people find you get a hold of you you'd like to well I don't Email is definitely not a preference of mine because junk mail things get lost. I've had that happen before. Facebook's your easiest way. You can find me, just Stephanie Connery on Facebook, or I do have an energy healing page, which is um, at Stephanie Conroy Energy Healing. So I have um, lots of, some testimonials on there. I just opened it not that long ago, so it's not like a huge page or anything, but 
I'll post the occasional thing that I listen to or if I see something that's based around healing, yeah, I'll share. Um, I'm on Instagram, but I'm not a I'm not a good I'm not gonna lie I'm not a good Instagrammer. Yeah, me neither. I'm trying Facebook to practice is more a little than bit. enough. I yeah. do want to learn. I yeah, think, especially for advertising, I think it'd be good. Yeah, but, I've been um, practicing a little bit for my podcast, and um, uh, her HQ has a little Instagram course, so I've taken that. So I'm like, okay, now I can. Okay. I've figured out a couple yeah. of things at least. <laughs> I think my indigo, uh, my Instagram is Stephanie Conroy underscore Indigo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Cool. And then if they want, they can always call me. Yeah. And I'll, maybe I'll post a yeah, link post to you for them for um, sure. on my yeah. thing. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for sharing your story. And um, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to? I do. I, um, I think so. Most important, I think, for everyone listening is we all have, we all have a story. It's inevitable. It's there right but it's um what we do with it our story does not define us it's overcoming it so you may have been suffering from loss like me um for a long time and you just you have to make the decision to climb the mountain because if you don't climb it you can't see the view right Mm -hmm. so and it might take you 10 flipping years to get to the top which is what that's what took me yeah 10 years yeah so and then you kind of start this downhill slope again (laughs) and then you start the next mountain yeah so it takes time and it's uh for sure perseverance and um anyone can do it though you just have to you have to want to heal yeah that's where it starts so yeah i hope you all find healing and uh yeah so much love yeah Thanks, Stephanie. I think uh, it's really good for us to remember that, um, yeah, life is a journey and it's never a straight one. (laughs) It is all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you so much for sharing your knowledge and um, love with everyone. Mm -hmm. And um, it's funny because before you came, I have these little cute little affirmation cards and I pulled love. Nice. Yeah. Cool. That's, uh, yeah. Anyway, I recommend if anyone's interested in checking out Stephanie's work, just go for it because you might find some really interesting things out about yourself and definitely experience some, some love and healing, I think. You're welcome. Have a good day. Thanks for having me. hey thanks for tuning in to why am i so bitchy this week uh it was a pleasure to have stephanie conroy so thanks once again stephanie um next week the episode will be on valentine's day and i would love if people are willing to send in a little um love message a love story a love letter um uh your worst valentine's day story your best valentine's day story why you hate valentine's day why you love valentine's day anything like that so maybe you have a unsent love letter anyway um i would love it if you can participate and you can um send me your stories you can contact me through facebook messenger um and i'll be posting the link to this episode on facebook so you can find me there have a great week and we'll see you Uh, thanks for listening and there will be a new episode valentine's day